Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your host, Shannon Patterson. Well, hey, Porch community, and welcome to episode 77 of the 167 Podcast. I'm Shannon Patterson, the lead pastor of the Porch Community Church. As always, with my good friend, our media pastor, Josh Harrell. Hello, Josh. Hey, Shannon. How's it going? (laughs) It's going really, really well. Good, good, good. I am feeling there's light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm feeling, I mean, there have been months and days. And then in between months and days, there's weeks and hours of just a lot of writing and thinking and praying and contemplating and working and researching and internally kind of carrying a lot of what we've been going through as the church, you mm-hmm. know, and ma- yeah. in this process of all the stuff we're going through. And I just, I'm seeing light at the end of the tunnel and I'm super excited because I sense how the Holy Spirit is working in all this. Um, and so I just feel light and like burden being Mm -hmm. removed from me and and not that burden's a bad thing because i think when you're in leadership there's going to be that sense of that mantle that weight of you know you got to do stuff Mm -hmm. um so i'm not complaining about that but uh, we also shouldn't take on too much which i'm going to talk about that actually a little bit more later in the podcast a little biblical principle that i think is good to share with everyone but when you say how's it going it's going good that how's it going with you it's going really good but you talking about there being light at the end of the tunnel, mm-hmm. and we're in a playlist series. Um, it reminds me of a third day song called "Light at the End of the Tunnel." I don't know if I mean I probably know it, but I d- I'm horrible at remembering song titles and the song. So and, and everything you just kind of talked about is in the song about <laughs> really? burdens and stress. And, well, I'll have to listen to that then because and, and it rocks pretty good really? for, for a third day song. Yeah. I hey, I, I like, I like some third, third day. day. I do. I've seen them in concert. That's Matt multiple. Powell, right? I have no idea. I think he's a lead singer. But I've seen him in concert. Has he got the real deep voice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Mac Powell, and he's good. Yeah. I think like six times I've seen Third Day. Mm. Not necessarily all because I went to go see a Third Day concert. I think I went. Right, like they were in a. They were at a conference I was at. I think I've gone to a Third Day concert twice. Last year we went to a uh, Mac Powell, Zach Williams concert, and it was really good. Was it? Yeah, real good. Mm. So, anyway. So yeah, I'll have to check that song out. Yeah, so. it's, I um, like it. Uh, so how how you mentioned the playlist series where we finished what two weeks? Yeah, yeah, we've got two weeks in. Um, yeah, we did two hymns back to back, and yeah. this week we are um, going a little more modern. Well, so. it as well is different because it has the hymn, mm-hmm. and then it, and then the it as well contemporary worship song. It, it has the same bones, but it's almost its own thing. Right, yeah. Not mine. I mean, of course, my message, I was focusing on it as well with my soul. Yeah. Um, but I like how we did, like, the 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 newer version and then mm-hmm. the hymn part. And where I was sitting on Sunday after the message, I just kind of, kind of walked around and sat right there on the front row. And it was interesting because when it, when the band kind of dropped out and it was just Justin on the acoustic and started singing the hymn version, mm-hmm. um, you know, I could just hear all the voices behind me. Just, Isn't that neat? It was just really, yeah. really cool. Yeah, one of those goosebump kind of moments. It's, it's one of those things where I wish I could put that on the live stream because it's one of those things that you you never get yeah. if you're watching. But yeah. to to even to try to encapsulate what what I would call like the Holy Spirit choir almost <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that's that's and, a good way of putting it and i mean anytime it when because we don't do it very often so when it so when it does like when it does happen that everyone is singing <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's and it, you hear them more than you hear the band it, it gives me chills yeah oh yeah for sure um and it was like what uh i don't even remember what i was gonna say now <laughs> something around playlist series <laughs> i just lost my mind um but the, oh no i was gonna say in regard to the song or the hymn that we talked about you know every now and then this sounds like a shannon bragg moment i don't mean it that way but i just know that the lord really ministered to a lot of people 
through the message and mm-hmm. the music. Mm-hmm. Sunday, it very much resonated with a lot of people for them to proclaim that it is well with their soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I heard from a lot, a lot of people yeah. in all the various means that people communicate um, after mm-hmm. Sunday, Sunday and then beyond. Yeah. So. And, and because it's such a, I don't want to say it is well with my soul saying it is well, even though so much is going wrong, is such a counter culture yes. thought process. It's counter um, self, yeah. counter self help, self choose yourself first, you know, your best yes, and all yeah. that business. So when you, when you really think about it, like how much do you need to go wrong to curse God? Right. <laughs> but then it goes, how much do you need to go wrong for you to not only not curse God, but, but to- also praise God at this? Mm. at the same time mm-hmm. and yeah and you know i don't know if i was put in that songwriter's shoes would i be able to do that yeah i don't i don't know because because of that story and like um i, I you know it's just to to not only not curse god mm-hmm. is one thing yep but then to praise god mm-hmm. is a whole nother thing yeah. like it's a whole different level for praise to come out of the, yeah yeah because yeah. because we can we can get to the point where I'm not angry, I am not gonna curse God, but I I'm just, nah. Mm-hmm. But right. then numb or numb, something. Right. But then to say no, I'm gonna praise God for everything I do have. Yeah, yeah, that's faith. Yeah, that's that's faith. That's real. That's very real. Um, so yeah, we're going into week three, mm-hmm. and um, gonna be looking at. I don't think we're really saying. I mean, if you watch the bumper, you you know what songs are coming. You might just and not if know. you listen to the bumper, the you'll, you'll, you'll know, know what song what is this week. this week. That's right. <laughs> That's one thing I'm going to mention. Is like this song might not be familiar to you, but the tune is familiar to you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to to the message for this Sunday as well. Um, speaking of this Sunday, we uh, kicked something off last week that we're going to have available for the next two weeks. Something we're asking our people to prayerfully consider, um, and that's what we're just calling the future starts with you. And we're wanting people just to prayerfully go, all right, how can how can I, how can our, my family um, help to you know, replenish uh, our reserves and what we're spending to leave uh, paid the def- disaffiliation fees from United mm-hmm. Methodist Church? Um, and so we're making that available for the next two two Sundays um, and then of course online and, and all yeah. that so like physically it's going to be present for the next two weeks um, in the worship services and then the, the ways in which people can um, give online go through their bank you know yeah so all that and then even and since you give online we actually have a special option that you can click for this special giving right yeah you can choose the future starts with you so mm-hmm. uh, we appreciate those who've already given to this and um you know, we're looking at, you know, it's one of those things where it's, you know, we, we know we're going to pay around $90,000 to uh, finish everything up legally to, to depart the United Methodist Church. Um, and so, um, you know, anything that people give will help to replenish the reserves that we have to be able to pay that. So, yeah. so we're looking forward to that. Um, last night we had our exploratory group uh presentation yep so for those who don't know but if you're a podcast listener you know but so we had two pod two two podcasts we had two <laughs> exploratory groups um started in march that um were tasked with looking at the pros and cons of denomination and independent two different groups led by two different people you know and uh, they met. They met many times, researched, emailed each other, talked, met in person, and then they finally came to act together as a group. Um, and then and found out that they had kind of had the same conversations and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was really mm-hmm. interesting. Yep. Um, and so things are going. They've just gone really well. So we had that happen last night. We asked some representatives to speak, and so. Um, Josh, you jumped into uh, in here into the studio and yep. had a conversation uh, with uh, Katie Reagan and Matt Cribbs, and mm-hmm. so we're going to let you guys hear about that right yeah. now. You want to preface it with anything? No, um, 
they they did a great job explaining uh, what both groups did. Especially because they did it in Spanish. I was really impressed. Yeah. No, they didn't do it in Spanish. <laughs> or I just got the gift of... Hola. Or the gift Donde of... Donde esta la biblioteca? Well, did the gift of tongues just get... <laughs> no, no, it didn't. No. Okay. Well, enough jibber-jabber. Let, let's cut to that, and then we'll talk afterwards. Yep. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a special segment of the 167 Podcast inside the podcast. And we have... Uh, Shannon's not here with us right now. She's actually in another meeting. So um, I have two special guests with me, uh, Matt Cribbs and Katie Reagan. Hello. Hi. So, Matt, this is your second time on the podcast. This is this is the second time, so I must have not messed it up too bad the first time. Not, not too bad. Yeah. And then, Katie, this is your first time. But you're a very active listener, right? I am. So we're glad to have both of you here. At First, I just really want to give a shout out to your son, McLean, Katie. Thank you. He has been a part. He's a senior this year, and he's graduating, and I'm really sad uh, because he is a fantastic young man. Thank you so much. Um, he has been on my tech team for years now. Since I, he was in, in middle school, seventh, seventh grade. grade. Um, uh, week in, week out, devoted team member. Let's me know when he's not going to be here. He's fantastic. I just... I'm so excited to see what God has for him coming up, but I'm really sad to see him go off to Georgia Southern. Well, right? Thank you so Georgia much. Southern, right? It is Georgia Southern. Yeah, thank yeah. you for being such a great mentor to him. Well, and teaching him all the tech things. It's easy. McLean is. Seeing the growth in McLean is crazy. Because um, when I started at FUMC, I started helping with the youth. It was his sixth grade year, was my first year. And seeing the man he's become has just been incredible to watch. Well, thank you so much. All right, so the reason we're here is we just got out of a ministry board meeting, and we had these two exploratory groups that we've talked about multiple times in our podcast, and y'all are the two representatives lucky enough to be able to <laughs> kind of tell what's going on. We are. So uh, we had two exploratory groups. One's that One was researching what's going, what it would look like if we were to join another denomination, um, there were two in particular, but I'll let, uh, Katie go into that. And then Matt was also the one that kind of dug into, uh, what it would look like if the porch went independent. Right. So, um, without further ado, and, uh, just me saying more words, Matt, why don't you kind of, or let's do it like the meeting. Katie, why don't you go first? Okay. And you kind of go into the pros and cons of both denominations that okay. you looked at. So just whenever you're ready, All and right. I might interject with a couple questions. Right, that's fine. So my group um, was in charge of looking at what it would look like to be a part of another denomination, and the two that we looked at were the Congregational Methodist Church and the Global Methodist Church. Um, so with the Congregational Methodist Church, some of the cons that we um, came up with, that the structure is a little bit loose, it's not clearly defined, and their Book of Discipline, um, while it aligns with our Wesleyan doctrine, it's in very old language, and it's very outdated, so it's kind of hard to tell um, exactly where they line up with some things. Um, and there's no set established, like, ministries. If we were interested in missions, um, they, there's nothing that they partner with regularly or contribute to. It's a very loose affiliation. It is. It is. Um, there's not a lot of diversity. Like, it's mostly just the southeastern um, region like Alabama, Mississippi. Um, is, is it a large denom? Like, is it a large denomination, or is it like it's relatively? Mi it's mid-sized. Like, mid okay. yeah. So it's really just the southeast. There's not a national or international presence. Gotcha. With the okay. Congregational Methodist Church, um, and there's one just like large church, so they get most of the votes when it mm -hmm. comes to having the large general conference. Mm -hmm. And so that's they have the most delegates. That's one really big church up in North Georgia. It is. It's yeah. called Rock Springs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but our pros of the Congregational Methodist Church is that their doctrine is Wesleyan, like ours, um, and their book of discipline is biblical and conservative. Um, and there is no set amount of, like, tithe or apportionments or contributions that we would have to make. Um, it does provide a network of pastors, and if you reach out to them, they will assist in helping you hire pastors, um, and they will also help you, like, mediate or give counsel, but you have to reach out to them. Right, so it's not like the UMC that um, it comes up time for pastor moving that they would 
that they're the ones that tell us who's coming or who's going and stuff like that. It's not like that. No, we the would church have to re- has the local church has a lot of power in stuff like that. Right. Okay. We would have to reach out and say our pastor's retiring or we need a new youth pastor. Do you who do you have that you know that might be interested? It would be our initiation. Perfect. Okay. So that's the uh, that congregational congregational Methodist Church. Methodist church. All mm-hmm. right. And then the global Methodist Church. Um, just to give a little bit of background. They um, basically, they have a transitional leadership council, and it's made up of a lot of different people from all around the world. There's Africans, there are people from the Philippines, um, there are people that, you know, Latinos that are in the group too. So it's very diverse, um, which we found was a pro, Um, but it was also developed by 17 retired bishops. Mm. Um, So to me, like that spoke a lot to me that these were people that saw there was a system that was broken and they wanted to be part of fixing it Mm -hmm. but those 17 bishops are out of the system right yeah they're retired so that uh, to me i was like no they don't have a dog in this fight yeah that's fair yeah um so our pro let me start with the cons i'm sorry so the cons of the global methodist church is that the amount of apportionments that we would have to pay are not really clear at this time it's anywhere from six and a half percent to possibly ten percent and then once the general conference convenes at some point they could vote to increase it and that six and a half to ten percent is of uh, of our total budget. Yes, it's correct? operating budget. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Whereas the UMC, there was this weird formula oh, where yeah. they figure 65, out. Oh yeah, sixty-five thirty-five. Yeah, it was like however many you had in attendance first, and multiplied by budget divided by how many people watched online, squared to how many cups you had in the <laughs> hospitality bar. Not the cups, but no. it was it was a really weird formula. To figure out how a portion of it. So it's a lot more streamlined, but it's just like a couple right. dollars couple dollars off the top, yep. basically. So less complicated, but right now it's not totally clear. Correct. Okay. All right. So another con was is that the organization is still in startup. Now, they were slated to May 1st mm-hmm. um, to, to be a denomination by May 1st, but they don't have a track record. So right. we're not really sure how all of it will operate. Mm-hmm. Or we haven't been able to see it in action yet. Um, another con was that paying apportionments to a denomination will decrease the amount of funds that we have available to help support local ministries. And that was something that frequently came up in our conversations. You know, there's local ministries that we really like to support, like Living Bridges and the Mailbox Club and the Wesley Foundation um, and Options Now. Those are all things that we like to partner with um, just in our personal lives as well as in ministry. So um, there would be less funds for that. And then the pros that we found for the Global Methodist Church is that it does align with our um, core beliefs and Wesleyan doctrine, and they are conservative. Um, We've talked about before, like their view of marriage, um, it lines up um, with our beliefs. And they do define who can be assigned to the pulpit. So we found that that was um, a pro. Um, There is going to be a pastor appointment system. However, it's going to look a little bit different than the UMC. from what we are told, there's going to be a lot more local church input, so mm-hmm. it won't be moving pastors every four years or so. There's going to be a longer um, time period. Right, like the the UMC right now as it is, it's a one-year contract. So if both the church and the pastor say they want to move, theoretically it could be done, done in a year, or a pastor could be taken after a year right. with really nothing the, the church could ultimately Ultimately, it could happen without the church being right. able to do anything about it. Right. So the Global Methodist Church will have an ap- appointment system, but it should look a lot different than the United mm-hmm. Methodist Church currently. Mm-hmm. Um, also, they would be a- available to you know step in and mediate conflict. And they also, another pro was is that they do have a global vision and an international presence. Okay. And then, so that kind of wraps up the pros and cons of the... Um, denomination side so we're going to kick it over to matt to talk about uh the independent and then we'll and then we'll talk about what both groups findings were after that sure Uh, so um i think it's interesting when we were doing the when we did the independent discussion we we had a lot of the exact same conversations as the other group and um when we were looking at cons they were they were mostly just administrative um so things like how hard would it be to get classified as a nonprofit organization Um, the autonomy was listed as a con in the fact that we would have to create 
church documents, our doctrine, our bylaws, how we do appoint ministers, how mm-hmm. you know how we assign people to the pulpit, and also we would lose legal counsel um, that comes along with a denomination membership, and even things like staff and retirement insurance, th- those sorts of things. Yeah, you got to think about all that stuff, right? Um, so as we were looking through those. We actually, as we went through the very next week when we met, talking about the nonprofit designation, somebody had already looked into that, and it wasn't very hard to get. You just need yeah. to have an attorney and somebody who knows tax law. Someone to dot some T's and cross some I's. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the idea of, of us having to have a lot of the, the you know, like a handbook for the church with mm-hmm. like our doctrine and our procedures, um, that had, that's been drafted, yep. you know, and that's something that not only is it going to be drafted, but it's something we can we can draft and finalize together. Mm-hmm. It's not something that's already written. I know one of the one of the I think it was the Congregational Methodist theirs had been written in the 1860s. Um, we would get to write our own um, mm-hmm. from this draft. So that had, that work had already begun. And then the legal counsel there was a there's a local attorney who you know specializes in representing independent churches. So um, so a lot of the cons we were listing they were we kind of checked them off as we went through our pros. Uh, we listed autonomy, so um, <laughs> that's uh, a pro and a con. Yeah, con, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. So, so basically, we would be in the driver's seat. We would determine what direction this church would go in with a handbook. We get determined what that looks like. Um, not having a network of other churches, well, we get to make one, and we get to choose the churches that are in that network with us. Uh, oversight. What does oversight look like? We get to decide what oversight looks like. We're oversight towards a ministry board. Oversight to, um, I mean, Shannon herself asked, asked, she wanted some outside oversight as well. So maybe that might be other Wesleyan pastors in the region, you know, who might can, you know, be a sounding board or an extra set of eyes when mm-hmm. needed. Um, another pro is discontinuing our apportionment payments. And similar to what Katie said, uh, rather than sending those funds elsewhere, to keep those local mm-hmm. and and our mission is to serve the community for Jesus so leave those funds local and, and use those to serve our community and this was interesting so I'm very new to all of this if you'd asked me 12 months ago what what distinguished a Methodist from another denomination I really wouldn't have known I'm fairly new member of this church me too so okay good yeah. <laughs> no I, I'm serious I've, I've only been a Methodist since 2014 so i'm very like i'm very green to it especially in all this like uh the way the operations and all that like i'm learning a lot of this from the first time just like you okay cool yeah so i'm i'm in the same boat with you probably more so than katie okay because she's seen it all so i've only been a methodist since 2000 okay yeah, so okay. she's got she's got a lot more time on us well, all right good we'll, we'll refer to you for all the okay all right <laughs> um well what one thing i asked i said well okay we just left a large organization. What would you say was the um, the biggest factor that that was we found chafing, constricting being in that large group? Mm-hmm. And I thought that um, well, I had an idea what they might say, but it turned out they were saying, "Well, the appoint the appointment appointments of pastors." You it's know? A, yeah, that's a scary right. You know, you get you get rolling in good steam, and then they just say, "Well." This pastor is ready for this church, and you go right, but, but but no, they're here. We need them here, right? Or yeah, you, you build something, you you know, you start really, like you said, gaining momentum, and then mm-hmm. you know, there, a change could be made. And then there's the other side of it where the That's... receiving isn't great, but let's assume we're moving forward, and and they pop Shannon out. Because she's right. doing so well, you know, and that's a that's a that's a nightmare I have actually yes. from time to time. <laughs> well, that we listed that as a pro, so our pastor and staff would remain in place, mm-hmm. um, and we would be in control of that as well. And I think um, being someone who doesn't really know a lot about this topic, sitting in the room, it really felt like we had just left one large organization, and it really felt like nobody was really excited to join another large organization for some of the same reasons we just left one and then when we looked at the smaller congregation the um i'm sorry denomination the the congregational methodist church it was small and it was kind of 
And I was like, yeah, whatever. Y'all can do this. You don't have to. Yeah, you can you can pay enforcement. Maybe not. Whatever. <laughs> uh, that's what it kind of felt like. But most of the benefits they offered, we could do ourselves and be more intentional about how we wanted to do them. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we as a group didn't start all pro for independent, but we all ended up there by mm-hmm. the end. So I, so now let's get to where um, you know the, these aren't definite like the results of these two groups aren't going to be a definite where we go. There's other meetings and other things that got to take in place. Uh, but I really want to get into where both groups ended up because I really think it's interesting. So Matt, why don't, since we just started with independent, why don't you tell us where your group ended up? I know you just kind of said it, but just kind of elaborate yeah. a little bit more on it and then Katie will get to you. Yeah, sure. So, so as we were looking at independent and we were generating that list of pros and cons, um, we started seeing, well, it, it felt a little bit like there was sign, kind of an inclination to lean towards joining a de- denomination because it was just familiar. And easy. And yeah, familiar. It's what a lot of people knew. And then when we started really breaking it down into its components and saying, what does it actually provide? Then we started saying, well, <laughs> the things it provides are the things that we didn't like and just left or things we can, you know, we can establish <coughs> ourselves. Um, so well, again, we all kind of arrived at the, of the, the conclusion that like really independent seems to meet and serve our needs right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't mean we couldn't join one at a later time. <laughs> I, I use the analogy as like, <laughs> maybe this is, this is not a good analogy. I don't know, but I'm using it anyway. Um, like <laughs> you get out of a long relationship, a long, like committed, serious relationship you're not ready to just jump right into another long committed, serious relationship, you know, like, you know, um, and you know, what's interesting is when you do that, people often seek what's familiar, <laughs> that's right. good or bad, you know? Um, Ooh. so, um, that sounds like a good podcast topic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That familiarity. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's, it's kind of like, well, maybe we would just want to kind of find our own identity first before mm-hmm. we, if we're mm-hmm. going to join, you know, maybe we need to, you know, heal a little bit and, and find our identity as a, as a congregation first. Mm-hmm. All right. So what about the denomination groups? It was very interesting. So I can speak for myself and, and another person in my group. I mean, I think that we initially were very like global Methodist or just like what Matt's saying because of the familiarity and because a denomination feels like a safety net. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. again, when you start breaking down like the things that weren't working well or serving us well, you know, those ended up being cons. So, but I think the safety net was feeling like, well, if we need a pastor, they would, mm-hmm. they would help us, you know, we could have help there. Um, and then the other thing that was a little bit big is that we liked the mission yeah. part of it. So, and also for, if there's partners out there, like we realized that we do want to do some, you know, international, like um, kind of like the UMC had UMCOR, you know, we want to be yeah. able to be prepared mm-hmm. to help um, in emergency. So it doesn't mean that, we don't want everything to stay here. We do want to follow Jesus. Everywhere. Well, our community is also our yeah, globe. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But I was very surprised at myself. I mean, I'll just share personally. I mean, I've been a preacher's kid for four and a half decades. And so I'm very familiar with denomination, wasn't mm-hmm. Methodist, mm-hmm. a different one. But um, so I really kind of started, I told myself, be very open minded. But I really thought that I would end up thinking one of the denominations was you know, yeah. the better choice. Mm-hmm. And so about two weeks ago, though, I had a shift and I just, I asked, one of the biggest things I've heard from people is the pastor appointment and then the self-governance, like we need outside oversight. Yeah. And so when I Th- asked, those are the two biggest ones. Those are two I've, biggest issues yeah. for people that have been in a denomination that that's the safety net that they mm-hmm, want mm-hmm, still. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just thought, well, let me ask Shannon, cause you know, there are things that go on sometimes you don't know about. So I just asked her like how many times since we started the porch, have you had to have the conference come in to help either mediate or, um, and she was like zero. Yeah. Nope. And also nope. the 20 years that we were at First Methodist, zero. Nope. So that nope. let me know that we are capable of self-governance mm-hmm. and there are checks and balances that we already have with our ministry board and we can add more. So my group also ended up having a consensus that independent is would be our recommendation. Interesting. Which I was very shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, honestly, you take a, if, if you take away the pastor... Uh, help what else is there really that uh, we couldn't shape and do for ourselves right you know 
So that 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 is very interesting. So both groups kind of ended up in the same place where they feel like after researching because both groups researched both denominations, right? One just researched them a little bit more in depth. I think we had a lot of the same conversations, but then we generated, so my group generated pros and cons of being independent. Mm-hmm. And Katie, your group did pros and cons, cons of, of each different each denomination. Should, right. right. Okay. And then also I would say for Jody that led Matt's group, she talked to independent pastors, you know, some mm-hmm. of them that also just disaffiliated to mm-hmm. get a feel for how they had handled things and what direction they were going in. All right. So both groups um, kind of, are are leaning towards that going independent either for a period of time or for the foreseeable future is the right path for the porch community church so that is a great um baseline that will kind of take us to the next steps for what we have going on with with the churches or with our church but um thank y'all so much for the work y'all have done in these groups it it really has been eye-opening to see the information that that this cross conversations that y'all have been having has has brought to the attention of the staff and the ministry board because you know we don't want to just do what we think's right we want to do what the church thinks is right and what god is leading the church to do so um thank y'all so much is is there any more uh any quick closing things that y'all would like to say well one thing sheila said in the meeting we just left. What's Sheila's last name? Oh, Brad. I'm oh, sorry, Roberts. Roberts. So sorry. sorry. Sheila, Sheila Roberts. Sorry, Sheila. That's <laughs> what know. happens when Facebook, you know, people have their maiden and their married name uh, on yeah. there that my brain will pull up the wrong name. So I'm very sorry, Sheila. I know you're <laughs> Sheila Roberts. <laughs> well, Sheila Roberts uh, made a great point at the end. She said the fact that we both arrived in the same place was evidence that, that you know, God's spirit, he was just, he was just leading us in the same direction, mm-hmm. whether we realized it or not. Mm-hmm. And, I think this is just one more example of God having his hand on the porch. Cause you can, I mean, I could make a, an hour long podcast about every observation that I've seen of God, just having his hand directly on what the porch is doing. So, um, and I think this is just one more, um, example of us listening and, and trying our best to follow what God has in store for us. So, uh, thank y'all so much for being a part of this podcast. Um, Hey, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks for having us. Yeah. And uh, we'll see y'all later. All right. All right. Bye. So um, thanks again, Josh, for um, having that conversation with them, because, of course, I had a whole other meeting I had to be yeah, in. Yeah, it was fun. So um, I appreciate you doing that, and you did a great job. Thank you. You're thank a wonderful you. host. You're a wonderful host. Uh, and <laughs> thank you, uh, matey. <laughs> thank you, matey. <laughs> thank you, Matt and Katie, <laughs> um, for sharing and I cannot overthink all these people enough that have put in all this time and all this energy, mm-hmm. um, exploratory groups and just, just the representatives, all these things, but, um, it's just, it's good. So I, I what, it, what is your, um, you know, hearing from Matt and Katie and of course hearing the rest of the conversation last night, um, what's your takeaway, Josh, after, after hearing everything and kind of hearing the, the, uh, the consensus of the exploratory groups because we were not I, let me say this there was not an expectation put upon the exploratory groups to come to a consensus no but just to list pros and cons yep. but in the com in the process we saw um like katie example um who represented several other people i know of but she mm-hmm. was the one that spoke who was definitely heading in one direction uh, prior to the conversation went like mm-hmm. she was like we're going global methodist that's right. where we need to go that's right. the best and then her mind changed so um i found that really interesting that we didn't say hey we want to hear from y'all what do you think we should do mm-hmm. we just said look at pros and cons right so what was your take on on um, kind of I, where they landed i think it kind of just shows god having his hand on mm-hmm. the direction of mm-hmm. the porch because yep it would have been real easy for them to take their assignment very seriously. And especially the denomination group, you know, pick, say Mm -hmm. this is the denomination we should go with and we're planting our flag here. Yeah. And you're not going to sway this, however many people group this is because Mm -hmm. we feel this is best. And the same could be said for the independent group. Yep. But neither of them 
went in going, well, we're going to decide what we should do. Mm-hmm. We're going to let God talk to us yep. and shape what he ultimately wants, not just our group to find and figure out, but what the porch needs to do. And both of them reached the same conclusion. Yeah. And, and I just, I don't, if, I don't think if God had, if God didn't have his hand on this, I don't think it would have been that fluid mm-hmm. of a yeah. consensus. Yeah, and you know, sitting in on the exploratory group meetings, and and I just sat in there and took notes, and and I would offer, um, I know I've shared this before, but you know, offer clarification or information when you know people needed to know, um, but really just listening to others. It was just very interesting to see. You talk about that, just to see how the conversations turned and how towards the end of being in both of those different meeting groups. As the more they met, the more the conversations were the same and the same mm-hmm. and the same to the point that I said, y'all are talking about the same thing. And so actually the facilitators of each group, they chose to, they communicated with each other and said, hey, do we want to get together and just kind of share where we are before we share? Yeah, yeah. And so they did. And it, that was just really, just really, really interesting. So for them to come to that, um, to that point. So, and, and even, oh, yeah. And, so I'm not in these uh, meetings, so excuse me asking this question, but okay. even w- within the denomination group, it wasn't like a split between we should go and like we should look at independence or look at the denominations. It was basically unanimous that uh, the two denominations that are kind of the go-to ones right mm-hmm. now for yep. a Wesleyan church yep. in this situation are not the right fit for us. Correct. Yeah. And we even talked about other, there are other Wesleyan denominations out there. There's Mm -hmm. the Free Methodist Church. There is the Wesleyan Church denomination. And what we realized um, for, and it's true that GMC as well, but, you know, the Wesleyan Church and the Free Methodists both were going to require um, very similar uh, trust clause, uh, itineracy, appointment system, mm-hmm. uh, apportionments, those things that we are, we're wanting to move away from. Correct. Um, and so we were like, those kind of immediately were taken off the table. Whereas the GMC being kind of the new kid in town was like, okay, but it's supposed to be different. Yeah. And I think it will to some effect. Yeah. Um, but there's just so many unknowns and it's like the training wheels are still on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even for the people that are like, I really think a denomination might be the best option overall. Um, it doesn't mean that we got to do it right now. And there is no like carrot, you know, on a string in front of us saying, everyone just be okay with independence and we promise we'll get to the denomination. That conversation isn't coming up. Yeah. Um, what I've heard over and over consensus wise is, that independence is the right choice for us right now, and we can always have the option to go. Okay, is this is this working for us? Yeah. You know, uh, which I think is kind of. Um, I don't. I don't say that to sound like non-committal, um, or to say that our leadership is non-committal. Um, it really is a as as um, someone said last night, an example of allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us, and it. Um, and point us in the right direction. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I've had um, several people ask, and it and it came up again even last night. We had a short, short um, executive meeting after the the um, the exploratory group presentation, which is why what you know didn't jump in with you guys. Right. Um, and even in that, someone you know someone pointed out they were like, you know, we've had people say, Shannon, what do you what, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. And, th- and they've said, people have asked them, what is Shannon doing? And their response was, we don't, I mean, what does Shannon want to do? And they were like, we don't, all we know is that Shannon, her, she wants to do what the church wants to do. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I've purposely been that way. I didn't want to express yeah, yeah. like, this is the way we need to go. And even today, like driving here, you know, I had someone text and go, Hey, are you Okay. Are you okay with all this? You know, because, because that, you know, I haven't said one way or the other, you know, like, yeah. I mean, I'm not frowning during meetings or anything, you know, I'm trying to be helpful. So, um, but 
I, I will say, and I think it's okay for me to say at this point that, um, you know, I felt as if on paper, um, so I don't know, this is kind of like one of those, like, uh oh, this is one of those moments, like, here we go. Um, no, but I, I felt like initially on paper that, um, Congregational Methodist looked very interesting mm-hmm. because it had a mixture of autonomy yet denominational right. involvement of mm-hmm. some sort. But mm-hmm. the more we dug, the more we kind of saw that that wasn't really there. Um, uh, so I did see that, but um, I feel especially now after talking, you know, talking about those hours and weeks and time mm-hmm. and research and prayer of working on a lot of stuff and talking to a lot of pastors and churches and other places, working on bylaws and um, faith and practice for the church, I feel 1,000% great with uh, going independent. Mm. Um, And so I have a great piece about that. And and so if that's the way that we end up going, then that is fine. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I could even say, like, if, if for some reason, like, tomorrow, everyone's like, no, what, nope, nope, we got to go GMC. Uh, we, they just released this new document, and it cleared up so many things that we didn't everything. know. I would be fine with that, too. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like that's kind of for, for the journey that we've been on as the porch, mm-hmm. uh, where we've been and where we're going and all those things. I, I just, that's kind of my sense is that that's where... Uh, we're going, and mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely okay with that. So mm-hmm. so yeah. Um, how about you? You know, I was in a camp where um, I I thought we needed to go a denomination too, mm-hmm. and it was uh, for like safety net of the future kind of thing. Yep. Like that's where I was thinking a denomination mm-hmm. is going to be where where like if everything were to stay the same for 15 years we could go independent and it'd be fantastic right, right. you know who's got those kind of guarantees yeah. right but then but then when you look at the what what comes mm-hmm. uh, next yep you know a, a safety net just kind of guarantees mm-hmm. what what was before will carry on yep and then god just kind of said it doesn't matter yeah. to you mm. like you're here to serve the porch here yeah. now yeah yeah so what what I came to the conclusion what and God helped me get there was it doesn't matter mm. trust trust the leadership mm. and that and going back to that thing I said at the very beginning was mm-hmm. it's okay to feel burden and to feel the weight of that mantle if if you're someone who's in leadership if you're on the ministry board if you're the lead pastor if you're on the staff yeah. if you know there's so many layers of um we have representatives right now that they are carrying that mm-hmm. that weight of leadership right now as representing people in the church so there's a lot of it that's been shared yeah. and and that's okay yeah and and you know it's one of those things where the direction of the denomination of the church mm-hmm. isn't my burden mm. you know yeah like my, I, I have other burdens in the aspect <laughs> of, of this, of like communicating and right. making sure what the leadership decide goes out. Mm-hmm. But the actual uh, decision God has pointed, appointed you and the ministry board to hand, to take that burden. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to carry it mm. to, to the weight that y'all are. Yeah. I yeah. have a, I have a side burden for y'all's burden. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. But, but the, it's, it's not my burden to, um, to carry one of one aspect of my burden is to pray and lift y'all up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with what y'all are having to do. Mm-hmm. But it is, it isn't my responsibility to, for my opinion to really yeah. weigh in more than just really mm-hmm. making it known if I, if I want to. Yeah. You, you, um, you said something about the, the praying and, and lifting up and I'll, I'll say this, um, in, in our executive, meeting last night one of the things that came up was we we were sharing how several of us had felt like we had we had have experienced a spiritual uh attack spiritual burden um burden in a way that's not healthy burden Mm -hmm. in a way that's not about leadership um that's the kind of stuff where the enemy can kind of get in there and mess with you and make you think oh every bit of this it depends on me Mm -hmm. and that's that's false 
you know, yeah. like that's a, that's a fault. That's you're making, you're putting yourself up higher than, than mm-hmm. God in that. Um, and just, you know, interpersonal things and just stuff like that, you know, and several of us have mentioned that. And so we were talking about how we are, we prayed for each other, mm-hmm. um, lifting each other up, being reminded that, um, this is the Lord's work that we're a part of. And, um, you know, you, you heard me say this a lot, pray this a lot, Josh, um, for the staff especially, but this concept of God has, God has put our hand on things to do. He's given us a job to do, mm-hmm. um, and we need to do that well, but we need to um, have the kind of grip on it where we're able to do what we need to do, but we're always willing to loosen that grip. Yeah. Um, if if the Lord wants to, and that means like if He's got us something else to do, or just to remind us that we're not the ones holding this up, we're just one little part mm-hmm. of something bigger, you mm-hmm. know. And yep. so we need to keep that in mind. Um, so yeah, all that you know, things are coming together. We we now I, all the things I just said. Um, the ministry board still hasn't voted, so we're going to get together. Um, we're going to hear from the, so we heard from the exploratory groups last night, um, this coming Sunday, uh, we're going to have a a lunch meeting with our representatives, the ministry board and the representatives. So it's kind of a a smaller group of people. I mean, it's a bigger group, but it's not an open group. We're going to have lunch right after church and we're going to hear from the representatives one more time to hear Kristen's sandwiches. Yeah. Kristen's going to make a whole lot of sandwiches for us. And, um, that's an inside joke. Um, but Listeners, if you ever want to just go up to Kristen and go, hey, uh, Kristen, can you make just, me a sandwich? Just tell her your sandwich order. Just stay within arms, like however long her arms are. Just make sure like you're that far back. Three inches further back because the, it could, she could, she could start swinging. So just watch out. But anyway, um, yeah, so we're going to meet with them on Sunday and kind of get a final, um, where are we, uh, consensus from them. And then sometime in the next, uh, two-week time frame and we don't have a, a set date um the ministry board will meet and will vote and we won't um make any decisions until the board has a unanimous decision mm. so we're not going to do a two-thirds or a simple majority unanimous. we will be unanimous in our decision and so we will we will meet and we will discuss um and and you know make sure that we come to that place this was a terrible visual image i just uh-huh. got in my head uh-huh. it was like you know when they like the uh, pope like, like when they send the smoke up the send the smoke <laughs> up when they have a unanimous decision on the next pope oh my goodness <laughs> well i don't we we do have a fire pit out there i mean so how about i put you so pos- if you i'll s- position you out there and i'll just text you so if you see a, a tower of smoke coming from the porch yeah. community but let's church, do something like pink we, or something you know something unanimous. like like neon orange that comes up out of there so <laughs> people be looking or we could just you know use our social media stuff yeah, There's that communications yeah. director. You're going old school in your communications. Smoke <laughs> signals. <laughs> it's got to be a. It's got to be official. <laughs> a smoke signal. Um, so I do want to say this. I know that there's kind of a shorter time frame by the time you uh, this this episode drops, but there's a couple of days. If you still have questions, if you have, if you still want some clarity on on something. Please reach out to me, uh, reach out to anyone on staff, uh, reach out to those on our ministry board. You can go to the porchcc.com and click on about and then leadership, leadership. Yep. and you will see who's on staff. You will be able to contact, um, our HR, our chair, Ryan Graham, uh, HR, Chris Smith, or finance, Steve Brooks. Their emails are right there. Yep pictures of everyone else but like if you have questions um if you know who's on an exploratory group or if you know or uh who's on a representative um please ask those questions because we don't want to leave a stone unturned we want um everyone to what i would love josh and and i think i think this is happening mm-hmm. but the same consensus that we see we've seen build amongst the exploratory groups yeah that we've seen build among the representatives, that I've seen build among the staff, mm-hmm. um, in all the, in the board, um, 
is just that kind of ripple effect that just continues further, further, and further out into the congregation, mm-hmm. which I think is happening. Oh, uh, yes. Um, but we want to make sure that people know they have a voice. And mm-hmm. so let us know if you have questions, because we will do our best to answer them um, or to help find, you know, or, or to help with, with you to look for the answer if we don't know it mm-hmm. um, as we move along. So... Um, Let's see. Uh, a couple other things I want to talk about real quick. Um, we, um, goodness, I'm just looking at my notes here real quick. I do want to add in this one other thing um, for those who are listening and going, okay, well, it sounds like we're kind of going in a direction. What are we doing? I will say that, um, you know, we have our attorney and we have been meeting. We have been using a, a template of documentation from a couple other churches yep. that have are have gone before us. I think I've shared that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of work is being done in that. One of the things that the reason that the, the board met last night was to, um, we kind of assigned um, some, we have a lot of different documentation, like our faith and practice, right. our bylaws, uh, some policy, some, you know, different things. And we have tasked different people on the board to kind of partner up. And basically, it's like it's like finals week now for the board <laughs> um, to take the next several you know, ten to fourteen days, and and let's make sure our documentation is really good and solid, mm-hmm. and we're all in agreement on it, so that we can present it to our attorney to make sure that everything is legal, legal and and good, and um, and so then we can you know vote on it and make it so. Um, so we're just trying to get all this, all this in. So, so we are doing. There's a lot of other work going on um, behind, and it's not, it's not behind the scenes like to be hidden. It's just, um, it's not like documentation we can really put out there yet because it is a working document. Yeah, and, and you whole yeah. sections could change, and yeah. we don't want things just floating yeah, around. Yeah, you wouldn't that, want stuff right. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but as soon as these things are done, we'll put them. We'll put heck them. Heck yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, is there going to be so let's say the board, when the board votes on which way uh-huh. the church is going to go, mm-hmm. will there be like a couple Q&As to kind of see what um, that process will look like through its fulfillment? So let's say we go independent. Mm-hmm. Like what are like the steps of, and I don't know Matt mentioned it, it was like making sure we're still a 501c3 mm-hmm. or making sure that all the documents are in place and all that kind of like um, is, is there is is there something to kind of explain our independence well i think what we'll do at this point because um you know again we don't we want to make sure you know everything's as transparent as possible we'll continue our uh trend if you will of making sure on our website that there's some faqs you know like mm-hmm. we did yeah, with yeah. our disaffiliation currently we have uh, with this process, what Directional are the FAQs? FAQs mm-hmm. yeah. So once we know the direction we're going, then we'll offer some FAQs on that as well. Um, and then I will take a few moments um, in a, a Sunday, uh, in the very soon, you know, probably the Sunday after we make our decision, mm-hmm. and just take a few moments. You know, I say five minutes, so you can hold me to that. Uh, like with a loud gong in the back of the room or something. Oh, um, that's easy. You're like, okay. Um, but just to address the congregation yeah. uh, in person mm-hmm. uh, at both the services. Um, and then other ways. But I doubt we will actually hold like an in-person Q&A. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we have, and I'm very thankful for the participation. We've had six opportunities for people Yeah. Um, since uh, March for actually late February and then March and April for people to come and listen and ask questions about things. And I, and I'm thankful for the participation, but mm-hmm. I also know that I think we've Q and A'd people out a little bit uh, Yes. as far as those in-person meetings. Mm-hmm. And so we would just say, uh, ask the questions of, of me, the board staff, uh, other people in leadership and, um, and we will make sure we, communicate with you all what that looks like you know and we might have something who, who knows who knows that's that's one of those things i haven't gotten to yet but yeah, yeah. there might be something mm-hmm. coming up i don't know because yeah. we'll want to talk about you know like our you know our if 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 we go the independent route 
mm-hmm. you know, if that's where we end up going. Um, and even if we went in another direction, there's going to be like that first Sunday that we're now, we used to be UMC and now we're this, and you the know, lights turn on the same way. And the, yeah. It, so, so many things will be the same, but then you also kind of want to yeah, recognize yeah. it and celebrate it. Yeah. So, um, you know, there'll be some, there'll, there'll be some of that as well. Yeah. So, um, cause, cause I know ahead. one of the big things that, um, is really exciting, at least from hearing Matt and Katie uh, talking about independence is mm-hmm. the ability to, to take our, um, following Jesus for our community mm-hmm. way more seriously. Yeah. And, and we don't, and we won't have fun. So I'm sure there's going to be fun if you win. Yes. Okay. Funds. Oh, if you in D. Okay, gotcha. But I'm I'm sure there's <laughs> going to be questions about stuff like that, like and implement and implementing mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I know that stuff that the ministry board is working on, and will be excited to share. So for sure, that that's the kind of stuff that like I'm excited to share yeah. about. Either way we go, yeah. You know, it's like all right, cool. Now how are we going to live out? How are we going to do this thing? How are we going to live it out? That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. So that. So yes, we so will more, be sharing more moments about that than how are we going to do document C paragraph B, you know, like crap, not, article 14, not junk like that, but yeah. how are we going to live out? Our, yeah, how, for sure. How is this going to help us live our mission statement better? Amen. Yeah. Yes. And, and that's exactly what we're going to do, which leads me to this last little point I want to add in, um, for, for everyone, but I know it, it's definitely a, a, a very real moment for me and my role as the lead pastor. I think this is true of anyone who's in business or who's in leading, but some of you may have know, may know of what's called, um, the, the Jethro principle, you know, which, you know, Beverly Hillbillies Jethro. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so it, you really do forget that that's it a just biblical means rare name. Jeans, like high water, like that just, you know, but backwoods of Kentucky. Yeah. So, <laughs> but no, that Jethro principle, Jethro was the father-in-law of Moses. And uh, in Exodus 18, there's this, uh, you know, Moses has led the people out of slavery. They're getting everything set up. The law has been given to million plus people and because of black tea, right? <laughs> yes. And, um, <laughs> and, um, Moses is is sitting in this place basically as as judge as spiritual leader for all this, and he is just uh, Jethro, his father in law, is so he's like Moses. Why are you why are you handling all this on your own? And because people were just coming to him all day long, um, and when he asks him, Moses is like because people are coming all day long, and and I'm and I'm the one that's. You know, God's the one that told me the law, so I'm imparting the law to the people and, and helping them discern, like, how do we handle the situation based on the law that God gave me? And so Jethro, this is totally like the SCP version of, of this story in Exodus 18. <laughs> but Jethro was like, listen, what you're doing is not good, which I'm sure every father-in-law has said to their son-in-law at some point. Um, but what you're doing isn't good. I've got a better way, you know. Um, but he tells him that, uh, you're, this is not like, it's not good help, you know, for you physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, you're going to wear yourselves out. You know, people are waiting in line all day long to hear from you and you're having to anyway. So, so Jethro gave this advice to Moses, um, which is where, why we call it the Jethro principle, um, where it's like, look, okay, you, first of all, Moses, you need to, you don't need to be the only one making decisions. And, um, that is most certainly the case here at the church. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm sharing yeah. it because like I, um, you know, I, I, I'm so, so thankful to be in ministry amongst the people who are on our ministry board. Mm-hmm. Um, so thankful for the people that said yes to be on an exploratory group and to look into all this and ask questions. So thankful for those who said, yes, I will represent my, community group or my serve team or this age group um or you know different areas of the church like there's so many people who have been part of this process that if this was a a, the shannon patterson show um everything would be collapsing like Mm -hmm. it just it's just no that's no good we don't want that yeah 
Um, and so I really like, I love that, that principle that we find there early on in scripture where Jethro's like, Moses, yeah, you, you, um, you have this role and responsibility, but you can share this with others, which he did. And yeah. so he, he started, he, he relied on other people and, and then those people started to help carry that as you and I've been kind of talking yeah. about this whole episode of carrying that we call it burden, but that's not necessarily a bad word, um, responsibility right. along the way. And so it helped the overall group, mm-hmm. um, the people of God, because he, he shared that leadership, uh, responsibility with others. Um, and so, you know, Jethro told him to, you know, appoint other people, find other people, capable people who can can be a part of this. Um, and so I just, I share that with you. That's just something that I was reading this morning and thinking about this morning. And I was thanking God for this morning um, that, uh, that the Jethro principle is alive and well uh, at the Porch Community Church. And I'm very, very thankful for mm-hmm. that. Yes. So... Um, I don't know what else we got. Anything? Um, couple. I don't know. What do you have? Uh, well, we got a lot coming up this summer, and everything is pretty much available. But it's only May 11th. What are you talking about summer for? Because oh, if wait. you don't get signed up, you're not going to get to participate. <laughs> I, I know. And how miserable would it be if you like come to church here all the time, and your kid loves it? get into VBS. And they can't get into VBS yeah. because you waited too long. Yeah, yeah. And that will happen Definitely this year. sign your kid up. Yeah, because we want them to be here. Yeah. Um, but we also know there's a lot of people. I mean, we are following Jesus for our community. Mm-hmm. And we want people in our community to be here as well. Yeah. Um, so um, and be a part of that. Yeah. Here, here's an interesting fact. I was looking, me and Kristen were looking at this yesterday. Uh, half the kids signed up for VBS are from outside of our church. Fantastic. Yeah. Love it. So, if you if you're listening to this podcast and you go, I'll get around to signing old Jethro up for VBS. <laughs> you better hurry. Yeah, sign him up. Sign he him won't up. get sign a spot. Up. Yeah. And then for we have these great mission weeks that are yes, coming up for, for sure. our middle school and high school students, and that's fantastic because two different weeks, two different weeks. Yep. But they're also they're also pouring into our local community again this year yep. or this year. Yep. So middle school is going to help with our VBS that we're having at the church. So they're, the middle school mission week is happening the same week as it's VBS. Yeah. And they're going to be helping put on our VBS, mm-hmm. and then they're putting on another VBS that afternoon. afternoon for the boys and girls club. Yep. yep. So um, an awesome time, and I'm, I had a blast last summer. Yeah. With a yeah. And. We were talking about this when we were pitching VBS last year uh-huh. because it was our first time doing it. Yeah. And we were, like, kind of doing it kind of quickly because we finally figured yeah. out that we yeah. could do it, and we were kind of scrambling for volunteers. And we and we were talking about how VBS just isn't for the kids. Yeah. You know, at us as adults serving. Yes. Get just as much, if not more, yeah, out of VBS. Yeah, and you get to know people and hang yeah. out with them. Yep. So VBS is just – that's going to be an incredible – um, it's always so good. To, yeah. Relationships. For, and so, so saying that the middle school is staying here and helping with the VBS isn't a cop it's out. It's not a womp womp. It's, it's a woohoo. It's, it, yeah. Because sometimes like you think mission trip, we got to go to like yeah Bahamas or Haiti or yeah. Chicago or something like that. And it's got to be like this grand, grand expedition somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But staying here is just as rewarding if not more yes and that and that's and the and the the um the impact the possibility for continued impact is is greater because Mm -hmm. it's in our community and then and And selfishly you actually get to see the growth well yeah and i was saying that yesterday or monday in staff meeting with justin because the fall so the week after After vbs and our middle school mission week our high school is having their mission week and they're also staying in town and they've got a lot of they're doing Habitat. They're working with Boys and Girls Club. Um, they're doing what uh, we call like Urban Plunge, mm-hmm. which is just kind of praying and going out in the city and just kind of being present and seeing what the Lord does. And yep. you know, but um, and I was telling Justin, it's like I'm really excited to be able to just pop in and be present for mm-hmm. some of those things. So, a really great opportunity. So, if you are a parent of a elementary, middle school, or a high school student, pre K to senior, get them signed up for stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely look into that. And and um, and I'm trying to think what else. I don't know. 
Um, Kristen, our kids pastor, who's yep. also uh, doing our middle school ministry for the summer, um, is got some really fun stuff planned for yep. our middle school students as mm-hmm. well. So, they've so been that, playing a lot that's of exciting. They have they have uh, other things coming up, but um, there'll be space for those. There there will there will be there will be. <laughs> but for uh, VBS and the mission weeks, you want to sign up early to make sure you have a spot. Yep. And then outside of I mean, those three are taking up a lot of my time. <laughs> and then you tack on Jesus' life in August. Yep. My summer is booked. It is. It is. It is. Hey, Porch Community, um, thanks for hanging with us. Um, thank you for, I know I have, I've heard from many of you who listen um, and you talk about how you share episodes. And I know that, you know, especially the last month or two, a lot of this is more informational. Businessy, yeah. And, and stuff. And, and I hope that it's helpful in you know it, it's the it, this is the reality of 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 church life is mm-hmm. that you know mm-hmm. we we have to handle these things and and you know we never really set out with the 167 uh podcast to you know just be like a devotional deal every week that that we are talking about you know what's going on in our lives or what's mm-hmm. happening in the life of the church and, and spiritual content as well and so i hope that that has been the case for you um keep sharing keep talking uh would you be praying about how you can be a part of this the future starts with you um because once again here we go a new future for the porch as we kind (laughs) of meander all this so i'd be praying about the part you can play to help financially support this as we move forward josh as always thank you so much thank you Uh, matt katie thanks for your part of this episode And we look forward to uh, seeing you guys soon and talking to you again next week. See you bye. See you bye. You've been listening to the 167 Podcast. Join us next time for more insights to inspire, challenge, and encourage to help you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week.